Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Severance, Season 1, Episode 2, entitled Half Loop, directed by Ben Stiller, written by Dan Erickson. I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. I was charmed by some, par- some parts. Uh, <laughs> Ellie has me cracking up because she feels like me all the time at the office when I was in the office. <laughs> her whole entire mood during that circle i hate it here i want to go home. it definitely hit so many uh office types within this uh four person crew and we're learning a little bit more about what it means to be severed and the differing worlds that they live in the severed persona versus the Audi persona before we do jump into the recap wherever you're listening to this podcast Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon go down to the rating section drop me a few stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback in for severance or any other show that I do blackercouch at gmail.com so I'm going to split this up between any and Audi because I think that will be more cohesive for me we are going to start with the the any storyline because well well it does it begins with Heli the previous day and I like that we saw from her perspective I find it interesting that Milchek is not only security inside, but outside. Both his Innie and his Audi seem to have the same role and is able to interact consistently with the Severed. I thought that was a nice introduction. And this this uh, guy is pretty much an enforcer and then quite a chocolate <laughs> smiling one at that. But we see her get done with her recording. We see what happens when she goes out into the hallway. She's told that basically, you know, it's normal to resist the process. And but you know that you want to do it. And as long as you want to continue to do it, you just need to to motivate yourself to stay. And the moment she is inspired about the the thing that she is doing and how excited he is to to have her working there she puts a little bit more effort into it we saw also when she got implanted with the microchip and the 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 scalpel itself in all of those squishy sounds already had me covering the screen Then they had to bring the drill to the party. My head hurt watching that. I wasn't actually really watching that, but I was hearing it. And I did peek just to see the little implant. And then the minute I saw that big needle going, I was like, nope once again cover the screen (laughs) she is then brought back and it's the next day 
but before she gets there mark comes in turns on the light looks lights looks at his checklist of things that he has to do including vacuuming with that old timey ass vacuum we used to have one of those and then he has to dust i'm like what the fuck and not only are you (laughs) you're doing a maintenance job as well he then sees the photos with pd still in the group photo and feeling some kind of way about it he takes the photos and hides them which is something that he is not supposed to do i like this idea that these innies are rather other than knowing what to do in their job they have no outside concept of who their audi is and thus they can come up with their own ideas which we see in this episode are manipulated by the company itself into imagining what those people are but in a lot of ways they they are efficient worker bees but rather innocent and that is unfortunate especially when you see that dynamic play out a little bit later with milchick hallie does say that it doesn't feel like she left at all and he says it's better to imagine what you felt with the weekend going by uh he also says that they stack them so that they don't meet each other in the outside world and she says that must mean we're not friends and he says i guess we're not he then introduces her to her other two office mates which is irving irving is definitely that stickler for the rules been there forever knows everything overly invested in the company <laughs> like to the point that it's their fucking life uh dylan he's the overachiever gets all the awards the ambitious one but never wants to be manager <laughs> i'm kind of in that category too <laughs> except i don't have all the awards which i don't understand uh but the things that they have get to save up for like he's trying to get the what kind of party was it a waffle party that's what he's excited for a waffle party there's they get such lackluster things that they are considered cool as company merch but they're really just bullshit items which is exactly correct (laughs) not all the time you know the buttons i'm talking about the the constant ones that they always just pretty much you know the t-shirts the little design hoodies some of them are nice and they put money into them but sometimes they don't most of it though is bullshit like erasers and shit i don't want this <laughs> what do you have those like little finger slinky things so what the hell and you get carded uh what do you what did he call them caricatures of themselves and he's got a whole drawer <laughs> full of them <laughs> mark explains to her as he's training her what the job is basically they are to uh, encrypt these numbers into digital bins and that's a part of the micro macro data refinement process even though that's the extent of the understanding of their job and (laughs) dylan's theory 
that they're cleaning the sea and every time that they put ben one they're killing eels is <laughs> hilarious that's the leading theory well that's what she asks. is that the leading theory and he says no irving thinks that we're removing uh profanity from movies <laughs> I'm sure it is much more nefarious (laughs) and absolutely uh you know life-altering in some type of way since they can only come up with very very rated g explanations of what they're actually doing Uh, there's also a moment that dylan says well if people are severing their minds then it must be terrible up there like there must be disease famine so on and so forth and yet no this is a voluntary procedure it would seem in a normal world that is only slightly more advanced to where we are at right now and thus it's a it's a little ironic that dylan thinks to for someone to go to such an extreme means that extreme circumstances have befallen the earth and yet it's not the case and we see other people in this episode judging that decision and considering what we are seeing unfold in the inner realm they probably are right um one of the things that is on his to-do list is to salute or praise or something Kier egan which that made me feel or make it was reminiscent of hail hitler or high hitler <laughs> uh <laughs> that's definitely not a great sign They also have photos of the man or, or statues of him. We see that Milchek very much admires and bows to his lord and conqueror as he walks by. He's like, I love the sun hitting his face in the morning. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That's when we know the dedication has hit an all time different type of level. Uh, then milchek comes in because they said the numbers are scary and dylan says mark is explaining it wrong explaining it stupid but irving is more concerned with the fact that the group photos on everyone's desk have been removed and he says that's not against policy mark says well um i decided to move them oh i know this worker i know this type of worker i'm sorry to interrupt you during your training no you're not because you know i'm actually doing something and you shouldn't be interrupting me during my training but sure go ahead because you need to get your point across and when he just continues to ignore him he gets up goes to the copy machine comes back and says (laughs) it's a photocopy of the handbook that's white people shit man i laugh so loud i startled my daughter 
I never. Oh my goodness. I oh. <laughs> I have been on the receiving end and been that person at one point. <laughs> I've been on both sides of that equation. <laughs> so it made me laugh very, very hard. Uh, we. It turns out Hallie's thinking maybe I don't like this job. Maybe if I, maybe I want to quit. Can I quit? He's like, well, every request that's ever sent is denied. You can send it up to your Audi. And, uh, but just give it some time. Things will work out. <laughs> they then are greeted by Milchek and his melon, which Dylan is very excited to see. Uh, melon balls at that. They then have the worst thing ever created. And how many times has this happened to you? Oh, we have a new person. Let's pass around a ball with questions on it. (laughs) Or in this case, just a ball. And you tell someone, tell people, a group of strangers, something about you. And Helly is me. Lick, lick, lick my balls. <laughs> yeah. Especially when they start standing the company. I'm like, I think y'all a little, this is just my job. You know, I came to make money. Like I want to do a good job, but I also just came for this paycheck. Irvin's all about love for this company. We have Dylan that's not chosen, <laughs> even though he wants to be chosen and then the, uh, he gives it to he looks at the boys and he's like no then he gives it to Helly. she's like please god no <laughs> um she's more concerned with the fact that this may not be something she's down for Milchek's there with that smile and that false niceness like he really gives a fuck about anything that you do or say and they know everything about you because he's like she's 30s single has bad enamel Shots okay he said weak enamel but we get the point <laughs> you didn't have to drag her like that <laughs> then we have mark getting the ball and he says that he's really grateful to be here that apparently that's part of the 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 nine uh core beliefs gratitude and cheer is definitely two out of the the nine and he reveals at that moment that he actually did something he wasn't supposed to do because when he saw the group photo it made him sad about pd milchek tries to brush it off like oh he's sweet but why don't why didn't you feel this way about carol d which is someone else who no longer works there uh we also learned that Irvin's been there for three years and PD has been there for two years. And it's always the least qualified person with the less tenure that gets to be in charge. <laughs> it's the promotions. Like, how the fuck? You're mediocre. Anyhow, um, back on topic before I start going down rabbit holes. Uh he explains that the difference is that pd just left and there was no thank you video there were, we don't know what happened to him did he get another job is he dead and he says no we do not use the d word down here death is not something that touches us and that's the benefit of being here and that also feels something akin to hell 
because being a worker for all of time under the control of one personal company and they can do whatever they want to you and it's eternal is definitely my equivalent of hell so <laughs> just so we know what the stakes are mark is immediately chasing to the point that he looks down uh, regarding questioning him and then we have nice meal check back once again he shows his teeth just a little bit and says let's go ahead and enjoy the melon this is the welcome party for heli heli's like uh i think it's okay to be worried about your friend he's like no if milchek says to let it go i should let it go because he's saying it nicely and he can say it unnicely that's not a word but that's the one i'm going with the group photo is when heli has pushed the point of no return she's done she writes a note she says i want to get the fuck up out of here and she runs for the elevator mark is trying to tell her regarding the code detectors which prevents unauthorized communication between themselves because communication is strictly prohibited from occurring between cells she tries to jump into the elevator but the elevator stops and a very serious looking gentleman opens said elevator shuts down the protocols and it is mark who falls on his sword for heli in this moment by saying look i should have uh let her know about the protocols regarding you know communication that's my responsibility and thus i am the one that failed and he says well fine since it's your responsibility you'll be the one to go into the break room that is the last that they see of mark because he does not come into work the next day heli is then trained by dylan she's like oh my god a four (laughs) he's like fuck you i told you you'll get it when you get it irving has been in trouble previously for falling asleep and i wonder what is the protocol for retirement because it doesn't seem like that's an option so he is then caught after hallucinating some black liquid covering his desk and he is sent for a wellness check because milchek is i mean milchek's so fucking scary he was like ah and dylan was like what's wrong and the next thing you know milchek was right there hello motherfucker so to the to avoid the break room they send him for the wellness check i know that actress and i i know what she's been in but for some reason i want to say it's uh oh yeah 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 yeah. uh it's it's right there at the tip of my tongue it's at the tip of my tongue it's with him changing the identities oh it's on freaking netflix oh it's it's gonna come to me just 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 let me think but she was in that show and this is the worst wellness uh (laughs) session ever because she cannot speak and 
the whole thing is that she just recites various facts about irving's audi which all sound made up okay okay maybe some of them aren't made up like he's generous but the fact that you won something with a trophy last week <laughs> i noticed he took a lot more pleasure in the the things like kissing and and affection things that really isn't something it's like not an idea more of a personal thing but before he goes into his session he has a very cute meet with one bert which dylan called a fuck he's he's like he's not a fuck he admires the painting they both seem to have a very refined sense of taste and they also have a touch of admiration for the very shitty office things that come in he tells them there's gonna be a shipment in next week oh my word i'll be looking forward to that the entire time that's what you're gonna be looking forward to and uh i don't know about you but i was i was sensing a connection am i wrong to top off the any experience hallie finally sees the numbers as they come out to her they look quote-unquote scary and they watch as she bends them and she's done her first one first refined file so at least she now knows what it is that she's doing and maybe not fight back so much since mark seems to be the one that is is uh falling on his sword for her and it doesn't seem like the break room is something anyone wants and he was really sparing her that so going to the audi side we don't see much from anyone else with the exception of mark of course we knew that he was sent to that to the break room and he saw mrs corbell and she looked very disgusted with him um <laughs> uh, but Mrs. Seve comes over and gives him some uh, some comfort food after he goes on a somewhat of a date with his sister's midwife. They're at a bar. He's clearly an alcoholic. She talks to him about the severance and kind of the ethical way in which people just talk about it. Like it must be really fucking weird to not have a part of yourself for eight hours of yourself and that person's just there continuing to live their life without you and you without them you can have a wife a family start a whole thing on the outie side and also have a girlfriend <laughs> an office romance on the any side and that's definitely what it feels as if is going on between hallie and mark at this point mark on the outside doesn't feel like he's open to anyone besides his dead wife and while they because he's like let's you know they walk around it did seem like they kind of had a little bit in common at least had some fun dialogue uh unfortunately a anti-severed movement by a teenager (laughs) telling uh the world about how it's basically slave labor and that you don't want your children doing this but 
he tells them that you're a toddler and you don't need to tell other people about why they do the things to live their life because maybe just maybe you don't know the whole fucking story she's like yeah you got problems and that's the end of that he did at least put some cologne on because specifics <laughs> like you smell good she's a little crazy too and was she trying to make a pass at him because she says my husband's like when he i get to heaven he's gonna start building our house i even got the blueprints in my my purse and if i meet someone along the way he got a guest house in the bedroom or he's gonna build out a guest bedroom yes a guest house with a guest bedroom on the back of their house and he's like okay um that's good to know he then calls in sick when he gets into the car uh because he recalls that card that was given to him by pd but now he's got some follow-up questions and who doesn't love a mystery he goes to the location that he was given and he meets pd in a greenhouse that's where he's been living off grid he lets him hear about what happens in the break room although he doesn't know what the fuck kind of work he does he has been recalling a map of the place and he knows that the break room is not somewhere you want to be because it sounds as if you are brainwashed (laughs) into company policy and that is uh horrible not only that you're apologizing to the company for your misbehavior repeatedly there's even the ethical dilemma of her audi heli's audi deciding that her any is gonna stay there and work against her will because they or any of them because they say your requests are denied so they have a certain power the audis themselves over the sentient life that is living in this world very much kept prisoner and practically forbidden from even knowing or understanding much about their audi you're just given sentences that may and may not be true i'm sure many are embellished uh the three meet corbell milchek and the other guy i forgot his name mr barnes maybe and she's like did he sound sick i don't know but it is a coincidence that he went to the break room and now after pd and then him admitting that something might be going on with him i'm really not sure why uh mark would bring pd back to the house i feel like you you're living in a cul-de-sac that is owned by the company lumen this guy clearly illegally got his implant removed and is telling company secrets or possibly telling companies or he even told you that i'm being hunted by people and you bring him back to the one place where he would be easily spotted you don't want to leave him in a greenhouse fine pay for the motherfucker to get a motel (laughs) a week at at the motel six you don't go back to the hornet's nest Uh, uh, both of them like what's wrong with both of you (laughs) but pd is in a lot of pain and he's suffering these types of hallucinations i mean being separated uh, fucking with your brain that's that's where i draw the line it's even in this other show uh feed that i really enjoyed i was like yeah uh when it comes to inserting things in my brain i'm good i'm good i don't care how much uh technologically advanced whatever i am good 
<laughs> I am not about to be a possible drone for somebody. I don't care what the fucking science, scientific research says. Someone having control over my personal being is not going to happen through my own acceptance of you putting something in my head for it to be a possible option on the table for anyone in the future and i'm never gonna sit through brain surgery that shit is tricky as fuck anyway i wonder how many people successfully get through this and how many people died before they successfully got to this and they mentioned that there was like a quick mention about the 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 daughter of egan like he's supposed to be doing something i don't know uh but that was all the connections that we got for the most part on the outside other than pd collapsing in the shower uh they definitely gonna be looking into mark they're gonna be looking to raid your home bro and i don't understand why you thought this was a good idea the last two points about this episode that i really enjoyed or took note of the first being dylan when mark was like i'm really concerned about my ability to be good and my new role and (laughs) dylan said that tracks i have similar worries (laughs) and then lastly um the the plaques that were in the room this is where i'm starting to think some nazism is going on some some type of way one of the plaques said let not weakness live in your veins and the other said tame thy temper okay 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 and that concludes our recap of the episode no no big other than we saw irving have uh he was looking at his nails and there was a lot of blackness in his nails the only things that i picked up if you want to send feedback for our next episode of severance black or couch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.